Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. Do you think the 60-40, let's say stock, real estate portfolio is going to be the new 60-40 stock versus bond? Because the bond market has blown up the last two years. And I mean, I'm shocked. Can you tell me why? I know a lot of international um, companies pour their money out of our bonds, but I never thought obviously the bond market collapsed this fast. Um, do you think that 60-40 real estate and stocks will be the new replacement for the next 20 or 30 years? You know, real estate is one of those finite resources as well. So as much as everybody yeah. would love to own some, it's very hard to own real estate in desirable places where you believe the value is going to go up. Now, I, I'm obsessed with these like uh, government land watch foreclosure auction things that yeah. come across the internet all the time. Yeah. I get a newsletter that, and it's trying to sell me property in places that it's just not viable. So you could be like a, a buy a bunch of houses in Arizona. I don't want to pick on Arizona. I'm from New Mexico, but there might not be any water there in 20 years. So that's not such a great idea, right? Or buy, yeah. you know, you see these houses for sale in Queens by the Bay. They may not be there in 20 years. I'm sorry. We've already had Sandy. We've seen what happens when the water rises. Miami, right? Everybody wants to live in Florida until you live in Florida, right? But Miami yeah. is having its own problems. So it depends on where you're buying, what you're buying. Now, if you, if you follow the smartest money in the world in real estate, it's 
Blackstone, right? Um, Steve Schwartzman donated the public library, multi-billionaire. What is he buying? Warehouses. Where is he buying them? Everywhere he can. Why? What do we use warehouses for? Data storage yeah. and Amazon storage. When you drive on the highway, what do you see? Amazon trucks. When we're doing this, what's going on? Data storage, right? So yeah. smart real estate is buying things that they can use, not just buying houses and college towns, which isn't a bad thing to do either, but you got to think about where you're buying and what you're buying. Caleb, I wonder from an investment standpoint and from a professional standpoint, the landscape uh, for what you do, your thoughts on OpenAI and ChatGBT as far as finding companies mm -hmm. that are leading the advancement in it um, and you know putting money behind it because, it, I mean, it's not going anywhere and it, it definitely would be part of the future. So what, what are your thoughts around it? Yeah. It's one of those things that ChatGPT in general kind of scares me. It's either going to be the worst thing that ever happened to Investopedia or the best thing that ever happened to Investopedia. And I'm going to believe that it's going to be the best thing. Why? Because even though it's really smart and it could tell you what is PE ratio or what is compounding or how to invest 10,000 bucks, there's nothing like the personal touch. Rashad, you're, in a, you're a former advisor. You're an advisor. You know what that's like. A relationship is everything. And there's a way to speak to people that it will never be able to do. And there's brand authenticity. We've been around 23 years. Hopefully we'll be around another 23 years. So mm -hmm. it scares me. That said, it's also one of those things that I know it's important. I know it's going to help a lot of industries, healthcare, education, finance. I think it's going to be very useful in all those industries. But you guys know this well. In every era and every few months, there is a new thing. And if you yeah. change your company name, like block to square or square to block, uh, or it used to be cannabis, or it used to be crypto, if you put AI in your name right now, your stock's going up 10, 20%. There's a hype around yeah. it as well. We haven't exactly seen the practical applications that will be widespread and change markets forever, but they're coming. Uh, I just read something by Bill Gates, of all people, on his medium yeah. blog yep. about why he thinks it's so important. The most important I learned a invention. ton of things I didn't know. So- um, we had some other stuff that we was going to talk about, but Ian, I think let's let's talk about those You're same right. topics. Let's let's, yeah. let's talk about those same topics, but let's have. If you want to stay on, can you want to stay on, Caleb? I'd love to. If you have me, I'm Please. sorry for yes. dominating right, so the combo. No, 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 I love it. So, Perfect. So, so now we'll just go back to the regular format, and then we'll just have everybody chime in, including yourself. So TikTok's current CEO um, was grilled by Congress last week. Ooh based on his commentary, is it time for America to ban TikTok or did he make a case that the app is safe? So TikTok is on the fire. It has been on the fire for a long time. What is the current, what's your, what's your guys thoughts on what happened and the future of TikTok? Um, I don't think that the CEO did an amazing job of giving the lawmakers feeling of safety. I don't think he came off as a threat but when the grilling was over and Bye still, I don't, I don't think anyone came to a conclusion of, okay, we can trust him. We can trust this company. Here are the things that they're going to do to mitigate any espionage fear that we may have like a red dawn kind of event. Um, I think a little bit of the things they are worried about are being done by American companies at scale. I think that a, a big tech company may be pushing lobbyists too to push some of these narratives. How do you guys? I'll be there in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even though they've been demonized, he didn't do a good enough job to make even American parents be like, hey, I, I, I'm going to protect your children. But here's the funny part. After that, 
I saw more kids be excited about TikTok and say, I'm not going to use Instagram as much as a result, or it's not going to me use Instagram more. So I think uh, this is what's really a stalemate. I don't think they will eventually ban it, even though that's mm -hmm. a great talking point. But he didn't do a great enough job to convince us that he was not a threat to our I, democracy. I agree with you. Uh, I don't think he made a case that the app is safe. Right. So what, what's the issue? The issue is saying that, that TikTok is threatening national security and user privacy and can promote pro Beijing propaganda and misinformation. That's the case. Right. His defense was no. Uh, he says that the, the company, which they're saying that they have all the storage and all the data is actually going to be uh, stored in a U.S. user database that is maintained by the giant software company named Oracle, American Oracle, base. Yeah. Right. The other part, which is interesting. Uh, is that during this five-hour grilling, he brought up some some pretty uh, pretty big investors that are a part of the TikTok investment group that you may have Such heard as. of, BlackRock and Sequoia Capital. Wow. And so it's like when, when your back's against the wall and the American government is coming after you, let's remind them who's invested in this mm -hmm. company. And so they reached out to BlackRock and obviously Sequoia Capital and, K and, and KKR. Nobody had a comment. Um, so do I think he he made a case to show that it was safe? No. But he also put out a reminder, hey, these American companies are also part of this. The other part with that I found, this is like the number one deleted app. You know what the number one deleted app is right now? Gotta be Facebook. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Facebook. Interestingly enough, most people when they ask what is the app that they want to delete, it, it's Instagram. And so it goes, it goes into that, that level of defiance. What we can't do, we want to do more. And mm -hmm. so it makes sense why kids would want to be on something that they're saying that their parents or the older folk are saying, you shouldn't use, you shouldn't use. No, this, this is ours. It, it treated like it was the same way when Facebook came out. It was like, oh, this is for us. Your parents yeah. aren't allowed to be here. Um, so it's interesting. Do I think he, he made his case? No. Um, do I think it will be banned? I'm going to monitor it closely. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 interesting. It's it, especially with government. When we were talking about bipartisanship, there there's some things that they're never going to agree on. But it felt for that five hours that this is a topic that everybody's on the same page with. Yeah, I think you might be right, and I think what we also learn is how little lawmakers understand modern technology. <laughs> yes, oh, that, part, like, that part. That that was crazy. Um, but that said, remember, uh, you know. I'm dating myself, but Napster, right? Mm -hmm. That was against the industry and the industry railed against Napster, but Napster found its way, you know, into the people that really wanted it. And then it spun yeah. off all these other things that became the way we stream music. Ultimately. It became Apple music and Spotify. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. one of those things that may go under, but it's going to come back as something else because people that like it and people that use it and creators and tech enthusiasts and really smart people know their way around this. So even if it gets banned, people are going to use it. Right. And then it's going to come up as something else and it's going to be probably even more dangerous. But he didn't convince anybody and not that anybody would ever believe, even if he said to our faces, no, your dad is 100 percent safe. We're not doing anything with it. Of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think TikTok is I don't I don't believe in TikTok. Um, I don't believe. Why, though? I don't believe it's as strong as as it's made out to be as far as the eye test is not. I have a very good pulse on pop culture, current events. And I'm not convinced with TikTok. Um, but social media at, I think social media as a whole is kind of falling apart. You can block, mm -hmm. you can buy blue checks on Instagram now. 
You can buy blue checks. Which is smart for the business. It's bad for the, it's bad for the brand. Exclusivity is always, is always a major part of any marketing campaign Mm -hmm. and any type of, you know, you want to be in a club that nobody else is in. It's bad for the brand. I think, um, you can't reach your full audience. That's always been an issue. The algorithm is so much nonsense. It'd be interesting to see what the next iteration of social communication will be. Maybe it's something with chat GBT. Maybe it's something with AI. I think that, that it definitely will be in, in that. And I think it's actually smart that Meta at least is trying to, to try to be the forefront. I don't know if they will capture that audience or not, but I think social media, it doesn't have too many days left. When I say days, I mean like years, like, you know, they're still, yeah. they're not going to fall apart tomorrow, but I think it's, it's on its downward. It's on decline. Yeah. yeah. It's too much nonsense happening on social media, yeah. period. I got teenagers and, and for them, it's snap all day long. Yeah. P- kids, kids, kids is communicating on snap. Snap. Yeah. My son doesn't even send regular text messages to snap group chat. Yeah. So Snapchat is still very viable as far as the communication. Yeah. It's, it's scattered. It's all scattered. They're using Snapchat to communicate. They're using TikTok to find restaurants and recommendations and dances. And then people are on Instagram for their news and celebrity gossip. They're on Twitter. So they're just using different platforms for a variety yeah. of different reasons. Um, so social media is in shambles. Uh, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm just not a believer in the long-term viability of TikTok. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.